Okay, here we go. We're recording at least. I guess that's a good start. That's always a good start when you hit the big red button and things are happening. <laughs> so you just let me know when you want to go. Oh, that rhymed. Oh. You just let me know when you want to go. All right, all right. I want to go now. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, back from a short little break, and with me, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing great. I'm ready, Michael. I've had a week off, both uh, when it, both in regards to the podcast, but also in regards to D&D. <laughs> so, you know, I have, a, have lots of energy I need to get out. Yes, unfortunately, we didn't get to play last week, and I'm really excited to play tomorrow since we didn't have that chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, me too, me too. I, I, I have planned stuff because I had the time to do a lot of planning. So I've been planning <laughs> and scheming and uh, done some stuff that I'm pretty sure we might talk about a little bit later. All right. I am looking forward to circumventing everything that you have planned so far and just throwing <laughs> it all out the window. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> remember, right. re- remember, the fortress doesn't have windows, so I, I feel I feel good about it. Okay, I'm forcing us down corridors. Um, <laughs> just remember, random cavens can happen to block players in. <laughs> so yeah. So what have you been up to, Mike? What have you been up to? Um, Well, as I announced before, um, last weekend on Saturday, which is the same day that we record, which is why I didn't record, um, I got married. So, woo, insert applause here. (laughs) Uh, We we don't have an editor. Oh. Sorry. Oh, my... We need to up the up the production value around here. Anyway, uh, I got married, and it was a Star Wars wedding, and it was absolutely amazing. It was, so far, probably the best day of my life. Um, you were there, virtually, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, think. I was, I was. Yeah, it was, um, it was a great time. And then after the wedding, we went to Disneyland. Um, it's like the first week that Disneyland has been open. So obviously a lot of people are trying to figure out, um, a primary question is how was it? And I usually get that with like, did everyone fall down coughing at the park the moment they walked in? Um, things along that nature. And no, for the most part, it was really good. Um, to Disney's credit, I do want to say that I think that they did a lot of good things in order to make Disneyland feel safe and all of that good stuff. What is going on here? Surprise! What happened to the call? Oh my! Oh, surprise! Happy birthday! What? Uh, it's not my birthday. <laughs> no, happy wedding! Thank you! Congratulations! Thank you. For those who don't know, we have just been invaded on the podcast by pretty much the entirety of the 5.5 crew. Um, are we about to talk movies? Surprise. Did I miss something? Yeah, didn't you yes. watch the movie, Mike? Didn't you um, watch it? 
You had plenty of time. I did watch The Wizard of Oz in the hotel, if that's what we're talking about, but I don't think that's, that's exactly, 5.5. That's exactly what we were watching. The movie we watched had a lot more kissing. Um, we're not supposed to talk about those type of movies. This is a family podcast. Um. <laughs> oh, it was very family friendly. We saw some little kids running around too. That's just inappropriate. <laughs> it was also 4 a.m. It was for 4 a.m. for us. Yeah. Oh, so what they, what they are talking about is they were all a part of the Zoom call that was for the wedding so that we could have family and friends that we weren't able to have at the wedding. We were able to have everybody come in and um, Tom and Amanda, who are both here, <laughs> sent a wonderful little message um, in the WhatsApp, which I shared with Selena. We watched it together. It was very well. You guys seem very we, awake for three in the three thirty in the morning. We took some. Uh, we took some. Uh, no, we didn't take anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We just pulled it out of somewhere, Mike. I I don't know where we pulled it out of, but um, you were riding my it. hype. You felt the energy that I had because I was cheesing Aww. all night. <laughs> you were cute. Oh. You were really cute. I, Selena was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, she was all right. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, yeah, I was trying to contain myself because I was really excited the whole night, and it was an awesome time. I, I really. And how many tacos did you eat? Six. I only had six. I still wanted to fit into the suit. <laughs> I really loved how the the, the broadcast oh, yeah. ended. <laughs> it was so abrupt. Tom Tom said that as well. We didn't know, so I was not in charge of the broadcast. Um, for those that are listening, we were doing the Zoom call, and whoever was in charge of the the Zoom call simply told everybody, "Okay, well, that's about it. It's time to go." Boop. I mean, and it wasn't even it wasn't even that. It was literally just like, "Okay, we're done." The- yeah, that was it. <laughs> and we were all like, you know, tears but, yeah. in our eyes, and uh, like, oh, kind of just like a snap back to reality. Like we we traveled there through the the power of Zoom. We 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 were there. We felt like we were there, and uh, obviously about the beautiful Californian sunshine. And uh, then we were just like it was like a Thanos. It was looks like a oh, I'm back in front of my computer. I'm not at a California wedding anymore. But. You you were you were playing it close though. You had not used a paid Zoom call, so like it would have ended actually, within ten actually, minutes of it anyway. Oh, I want like, I want to come was... in here and say that call got upgraded for free. So that would it did it did uh, yes. kind of come up and go. We've upgraded your Zoom call, so it's not going to end. And we were like, Yay! Let's go to the party. Yeah. <laughs> but you cut it real close because it would have ended essentially like right after your <laughs> kiss, like. It would have been Wanna like see perfect more? timing. <laughs> Completely planned, by the way. <laughs> Completely planned. Did not even think about the fact wedding. that it would uh, end early. Right? <laughs> Blizzard, please! <laughs> so, yeah. I, I arranged a little surprise for you. Appreciate it. So, this it. is it. Yeah, woo! This is it. Um, so, appreciate uh, everybody so, coming by, both for the wedding and right now. Yeah, we have we have a uh, uh, that's our guest for tonight. You're you're a lucky man, Michael. Um, lucky so did man. you all? I was like, <laughs> thank you. Did you all want to hear about Disneyland stuff too? Yeah, let, uh, let's do it. Yeah. What did you do? Uh, we went on. Tell us more. We went on all the rides day one. Um, it was super easy. There, we waited no longer than thirty minutes for any ride. Um, wow. For those who have never been to Disneyland, uh, 
you're usually waiting in line for 40 plus minutes on average for certain rides and we easily did not have that issue um disney had everything spaced out with clear markers on the floor and their rides like they circumvented their normal queue queue line so that nobody was indoors for like more than 10 minutes um and you're even if that was the case like you were never there for 10 minutes inside you were usually moving and getting through relatively quickly they did their part that being said most mostly everybody followed the rules and did what they were supposed to but you did have those few outliers that for some reason did not want to keep the mask over their nose or they were all upon people but for the most part like i told a couple people hey can you back up selena told some people if they could back up and they usually did there was no huge issue I think maybe one or two people gave a little huff and a puff, but they followed what they were supposed to do. So um, it was a great time. It was very weird because day two, we went to California Adventure, which is a theme park across the way from Disneyland. And generally that park is not as poppin' as Disneyland because it's smaller. It's not as kid-friendly. But we went on the roller coaster there and we got front car no one else was on the ride and they let us just stay in the front car for a second round through because nobody else was in line yet and it was the first time that oh, that's wow. ever happened and it's probably the last time <laughs> it will ever happen at Disneyland <laughs> California Adventure and we had we had an amazing time it was it was a lot of fun awesome I'm so glad anyway you crying? And no. you, you were there for <laughs> Star Wars Day yes we were there for Star Wars Day and it was so it's so cool to be somewhere where everyone is like decked out with Star Wars stuff. We saw plenty of people dressed as Princess Leia. Um, and actually, this is a fun time to bring this up because Marty and I talk a lot about Star Wars um, and the sequel trilogy. Generally, I think online culture lets us know that no one is a fan of the sequel trilogy. Nobody likes no, no it. One. Who, who likes them? I will tell you who likes it. There were plenty of little girls there with their hair done up like Ray, um, it was beautiful to see. There were grown, uh, grown black men with like dressed up like Finn, and I'm not a huge fan of Finn, but obviously like there's representation that's starting to happen within the Star Wars universe. And I did put a tweet out that I hope that they continue to go down this path, and there's more representation um, out there for every single group that we can have, so that everyone feels a place because. It doesn't have to be your favorite trilogy, but just know that it's bringing more people into the fandom. There are kids that are growing up and they're loving Star Wars because of these new movies. Um, and I, for one, have put it to rest where I'm like, okay, sequel trilogy, it's a thing. There are plenty of people that have connected with it and good for them and good for us as Star Wars fans because that just creates more Star Wars content for us to have. You're here. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I mean, I think when we're talking about the new newest Star Wars movies, it's not it's not the characters and it's not the representation I don't like. Uh, it's the it's just the story. Mm. It's the it's how it's written and how badly it's written, and <laughs> that they didn't think about you know oh we're going to make a trilogy let's think about one movie mm -hmm. and then don't care. Yeah, about we have Man if we want Star Wars story now we have Mandalorian so you know just. Just like it's just like oh yeah you know that it's Star Wars trilogy if, if it wasn't really your thing it's like well you probably you probably enjoy Mandalorian now so you're just like yeah it's all it's all right it's all right you know keep doing that weird mm. stuff in the movies where the story doesn't really make sense <laughs> and it's full of plot holes because because we've got the Mandalorian now and and we we are happy with that we you know let's just keep that 
nice and you know we we'll, we'll, we enjoy that bit of baby yodes yeah has anybody started watching the bad batch yet no no i haven't watched it no. either um for those who don't know the bad batch picks up after the clone wars um i think it's supposed to start like the setting is somewhere between the transition after like the whole clone wars era and the start of the galactic empire um so it's a cool time period which we don't really get to see in any of the movies which is like the start of the empire and how it kind of goes about circumventing everything the republic built and using the republic as um as its crutch in order to take over everything because in a new hope they talk about the the last of the republic is about to die and it's pretty interesting time period so i have to dive in there and check it out i haven't had a chance yet I mean, we're still working our way through the Clone Wars. We haven't actually been watching it for a while. Yeah. So we need to jump back into that at some point and finish it off before we jump into. It's a lot to get through. It's like seven, seven seasons, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think the the latest seasons is a little bit shorter. uh, Where the 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 first few ones is like twenty odd episodes. uh, Where I think the newer ones is like ten or something, thirteen something. Do you think you could just watch Bad Batch without watching Clone Wars? Um, you can. Yes. I need Michael's permission. So, um, yeah. Thank you, Michael. No, yeah, yes, you okay. can. Oh. Yes, you, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, speaking of Star Wars stuff, I'm going to jump into a game a little bit here. Uh, has I know Tom has probably played this because he's huge into indie games. So I was playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 by EA. You know, just a small little thing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, indie game. How do you leave this call? And, and Tom... And Tom, and Tom how loves do, how do you, the game, Where's right? the leap on? Oh, oh yeah. okay, I found it. <laughs> it's through. If you go into the Epic Games launcher, Tom, there's a oh, leap button in there. Oh, it's all my trigger words. And you click that. I'm like Bucky Barnes. If you say like <laughs> EA Games, Epic Store, and some other one, which I'm not going to tell you what it is, I just go full. Like I go, something switches in my brain. I become a merciless killer. That's not true. Oh wow! Now I have to seek <laughs> that third one out. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Please don't. I'm the only one in here. No, with them. actually, it makes a lot of sense. And I just want to say that he used his left hand uh, as a reaction when he wasn't actually engaged in the last episode. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, well, Star Wars Battlefront Two had a rocky road, right? When it came out, it was one of the leading contenders for the loot box uh, overhaul, like that got governments and things involved with changing it. And I started playing the game, and it's actually a ton of fun. Um, now it is a little bit difficult because there's like a leveling system in there where you can get cards and mm-hmm. things along that nature. Um, it's okay. Nobody heard that, um, things along that nature, but otherwise it's fun. It's a, it's a fun experience. Um, you can still find games. People are still playing it and there's no loot boxes to purchase. And the single player is actually pretty fun as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the the single player is probably what 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 would bring me in to to check it out because I, I, the the PvP aspect of it is just not my cup of tea. Understandable. I mean, those giant maps and then even the heroes versus villains, where you get to play as characters like Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca. Um, for some reason, BB-8 is in there. I don't know what <laughs> BB-8 does. I think he's more of a support character, but uh, uh, you could play as a bunch of different heroes and villains and. They're, they're pretty fun to play. It's a little bit difficult to grasp at first, though. Like, I'm still learning the process there. I'm just getting whacked by, like, Emperor Palpatine and all that. But it's, it's a good time. 
I just want to point out what a professional bunch we are. Like, Tom has his phone on vibrate. Amanda and me are yawning constantly. That's <laughs> like an episode of 5.5, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, then I would have already interrupted Marty while he's hosting, or would have started a laughing track that I couldn't stop anymore. I mean, we're like, only, we haven't uh, had what, that yet. Ten minutes in. We're, to, that's, we're just getting started. <laughs> we're serious here, okay? There's no fun to be had. It's simple discussion. <laughs> that's wow. right. Wow. <laughs> it's like a news broadcast. I better go. It's like a news broadcast. And now okay? to Michael with the politics. <laughs> um, Bobby Kodak recently took a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Star Wars games. They're a lot of fun. Did anybody happen to pick up any Star Wars games on May the 4th? Since there's a huge discount on Steam for a lot of them. Nope. I didn't know. I have all the good one already. I, I actually do too. When I look at that sale, there's not much left for me there. Um, because I have so many just Star like Wars games. Just like a vulture packing that a corpse. Just go- there's a few, I few do, bits I left. I don't even play them all. I don't even play them all because some of them are like really old. You know, like the old Tie Fighter, yeah, uh, and X Wing games that are just like. Have you played Jedi Academy recently? Because I think there's like a, a really big mod scene for that game. So I tried playing the base game, and it was just. Yeah, it's jank. It's, not it's janky, great. but I think there's like yeah. a, like a PvP mod, and it's supposed to be like like the best lightsaber like Star Wars game where you can use lightsabers and it's you know it's everyone always says that and then every time I play maybe it's just the way I play it because I go in there and I'm just clicking the mouse button or the button to swing my lightsaber it doesn't feel like the best lightsaber game ever but I'm sorry but the best Star Wars game out there is the Lego Star Wars on Wii <laughs> the anyway. Lego. like there's just no... there's there's actually Lego games there's a are... really cool oh, VR yeah. Star Wars game um I believe it's called like Vader's Castle or something like that, but it centers around Darth Vader and Mustafar, um, and you're learning the secrets of Darth Vader's castle there. And it's actually really, really cool from what I've seen. I want to play it, but I don't have any VR. That is a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. Oh. Yeah. That would be a problem. For VR yeah. games, not having a VR headset. But yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, should help. Oof, I accidentally clicked something when my mouse, and I'm glad that nothing popped up. Oh, you I accidentally ordered a VR headset? Oh, well. Oh, no. Well. No. oh, no. There goes my new phone that <laughs> I need to get because uh, <laughs> mine is all broken, and it's been like this for like a year. But oh, I finally am able to I upgrade it, so. I had to pay it off. Phones are the worst because we just put them on the payment plans nowadays, not realizing that we're paying $1,200 for this phone that the company slowed down in four years or three years and make us yeah. upgrade anyway to another fifteen hundred dollar phone. I wanna I wanna show hands. Who's who's smashed a smart screen phone? Only this one. Well, it's not the screen, it's just the back. I've never actually like smashed a screen screen. Well, my last phone had like one crack through it that you could not really see, like that's the furthest I've gotten, but like I'm, I'm a ba- I'm a serial phone <laughs> dropper. Like it's bad, but I that's why I always have really good cases. Like I always have a case around it, so it's kind of surprising. Nothing has ever really happened because Marty has like no cover on his phone. Nothing. Like he walks around with his iPhone with like no nothing, and I like I would have killed that phone. Marty doesn't use protection already. on his phone. <laughs> I, I, I got this phone yesterday. <laughs> a new oh, phone every no. day. Just. <laughs> No. That's how he did but it. I'm like, 
Oh, that's how you do that. I'm like that too, though. Like for the most part, I don't use a case or anything like that. I like the natural look of the phone, and for the most part, I take good care of it. Um, I've damaged one other phone, and that was because I was running for the train. And it flew out of my pocket when I was running never, for the never train do and that, smashed right. on the stairs. Never take the train. Yeah, and then this. I've dropped one phone. Oh, into well, the that's toilet. bonus point, spirits. I've Come done on, that that's bonus. <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> Luckily, that was before anything happened. Like it was into the uh, clear okay. toilet. Like oh, no but... water in there at all. Just <laughs> no water. Oh, so just nothing. No more additional than... droplets. <laughs> <laughs> and what was that? Was that a? Was that in the uh, like put into the rice? Was it and dried out or? No, actually, that oh, was that's a handy. Of- yeah, hey. you know, and you just probably you probably saw it on the advert. Just somebody like, whoops, ooh, I made a whoopsie, and just like pulling out the toilet. Like, yeah, sorry, I just dropped it into the loo. <laughs> you know, it was actually it was actually recording oh, the okay. advert. That's when she dropped it. I never used my phone in the bathroom, so I never would drop it in. <gasps> How do you optimize toilet time then? I was, I was just kidding. I, I was going to say, I was going to oh. say, I feel like you Star Wars Galaxy of <laughs> exactly. Heroes. Exactly. I thought All you right. like that's where you get it done. That's the the, the grind. <laughs> that that's where you that's use the, the force. Tom, that was just the wrong word to use for phone usage in the bathroom. Well, it's ETT, <laughs> right? ETT. That's what we came up with before. Efficient um, toilet, efficient toilet time. time. ETT. Uh, <laughs> Back on a game front, Tom. I have a oh, question. Look at, look at Michael first, trying to. I have a question yes. first. When do D and D characters go to the bathroom? Whenever you tell them to. We haven't ever had a bathroom break in the entire time of playing D and D. None of our we characters have ever rest. went. We have yeah, it can rest. also it can be assumed. You yeah, can't during the rest. It's Amanda, like, you can't tell me that Ravine can stay like without a bathroom break for like more than six hours. But the, with, not with hey, her. Ravine is sure. not me. Ravine is not me. Okay. I, I, I just, can, I just, I, can, I create a character that has a much stronger bladder than me. I like, I, I like this. Or maybe I don't, actually don't <laughs> like it, but just this random image in my head where every time there's a short rest, everybody's just group pooping. <laughs> I'm just wondering where happening. they even go to the bathroom. There weren't even in the any wild. Where we were I bet Michael's character doesn't poop. That's right. Just lots of peanut butter. It just keeps it <laughs> keeps it in there. Peanut so butter? when I was in the military, what a sec. Sorry, I don't you know. have you you have a lot of peanut butter because it causes constipation. Um, so it makes it so that you can go on like longer hikes without using the bathroom. You are aware that like peanut butter is also a word for when things are coming out faster than they should. That's later on in the day. <laughs> and for women, that's also called peanut butter and jelly when you're on your period. Okay. So, okay. Let's move on, I was talking we? about the stuff you put on your sandwich. I'm just imagining the, the banner, you know, you know, the Uncle Sam banner, like we want you, and he's just got a jar of peanut butter in his hand as well. <laughs> Wait a minute! You're saying if I sign that contract, I get free peanut butter? <laughs> yep, and uh, not not the crunchy kind either. <laughs> but since I have Tom here, Tom, I played and beat the Navigator yesterday. Oh, very good. Yeah, I finished it. It was it was enjoyable. It took me about forty minutes. Oh, quicker than me then. Quicker than me. But Tom's no, because like, to be fair. <laughs> Tom had to learn all the mechanics and like what was going on with it, but I was watching him for a little bit. Oh, you just watched my VOD back. Right, okay, that explains. And it took you 40 minutes? Copied everything. (laughs) No, if I did that, I would have spent 40 minutes on the last puzzle alone. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Although that one did take me a long time, but um, it's on the list, Marty, the Navigator. It's a free-to-play game. I won't go too deeply into it because I'm sure Tom will actually do it. And if you want to hear more about awesome indie games, go check out Tom's podcast, Three Extra Lives. He occasionally talks about cool games there. Yeah, speak- just sometimes, though. Speak- speaking of cool games that Tom made <laughs> me play because I watched him streaming it, was uh, that there is a uh, player-created mod for mm. Portal. Oh, don't talk about this one. It uh, hurts my head just hearing about it. It's, it's tough. It, it is... It is so much fun, but it is so mind-bending because normally you just have portals, but in this one you also have time travel. So you basically add another, a whole other, another dimension to to all of it, and it's just so mind-boggling sometimes. Where you're just sitting there thinking, "This is not possible. It is absolutely not possible." Until you spend forty minutes figuring out that, "Oh, it is actually possible." Or like me, two me hours, minutes. and I was still like, "I still can't solve this. I still can't <laughs> get it." <laughs> That's me in regular Portal. I'm Portal too. Oh, like, yeah, I'm still not good. With <laughs> it. You shouldn't go for Portal Reloaded then, because you get. You get an extra portal on your gun, which which you travel twenty years to the future, and then you can do like you can bring stuff back from the future into the past, but you can't take stuff from the past into the future, and or you know you know those crazy time travel paradox. But they say like you have you have three portals. But I think you effectively have five because in in the in the alternative universe or the alternative reality you can fire like a regular orange and blue portal and then you can do that in the in the past as well and then you've got your green portal which teleports you you know to and from and yeah i got stuck in a puzzle and then i thought i skipped ahead just one puzzle no i skipped to near the end of the game and i was trying to solve one of the puzzles at the end of the game two hours and i i got i think i got close but i didn't solve it and i'm just like Yep, uh, it's not happening, but it's really well made, really well made game, and I think, you know, for me, Portal's one of the, it's one of my top tens, top ten video games ever, and this is kind of the second fan-made project I've played, there's another Portal game called Mel Stories, which uh, which kind of continues on from Portal 2 a little bit with the, you know, the gel mechanics and stuff like that, and this one just takes it to a whole new level, difficulty, it's like, it's mm. it's through the roof. I didn't expect it to be this difficult, and yeah, I struggled, but I still appreciate the work that a developers put in to to make this and continue the the Portal universe. And it's you know it's officially kind of endorsed as well by by Valve. And um, yeah, it's if if you're a fan of Portal and you're looking for that extra bit of challenge, I definitely definitely recommend it. It's free. It's free as well if if you own Portal Two, which most people do. Uh, you can you can Stop check it out. Stop making assumptions about our audience, Tom. <laughs> I have never played Portal. I'm really sorry. You will Sounds have like to a play Marty it. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've tried to play it with Selena, but she was much better at it than I was, and I was just holding the team down. <laughs> so. Actually, actually, considering that you like puzzles and stuff like that as well, like from the other mobile games that we've been playing, I think you Portal Two has co-op mode as well. Mm-hmm. It's true. The yeah. problem is that I have no 
patience, so oh. I tend to Google the solution. Cheaters! No. I do it like Monica does it. Monica is like that too, that like oh. after a while she gets frustrated and just Googles the solution. And that's what I do, that I like, when I get stuck, I just... There's Google. nothing wrong if with... If this was no, the 90s, Beerta would be sitting with the, with the strategy guide sitting in her lap. On the phone? Oh, yeah. To be on the phone to those people? How do I the solve this? Is, <laughs> the hotline paying five bucks a minute. <laughs> the thing is, in the 90s, I didn't know these existed, so I played some games in a way where, like... You know, like, all my childhood games, like, I don't think I ever finished them because I didn't realize there were, like, strategy things out there or any guides. But, I mean, there were so many games, like, you know, when I started, my first ever game I played was Simon the Sorcerer. I don't know if you know that. Like, they brought that out as a mobile game later. It's kind of a cute game of, about, like, a, well, a Simon, sorcerer. And it's by like any a chance? Click and, like... Yeah. Simon. Yeah. It's a really cool game. But, like, as a six-year-old who couldn't read, it's not really a game you can actually play. But I was just happy to walk around. Like, you know, like, I just walked around. Like, I did nothing else. Oh, I recognize this game, actually. Like, I don't know why, but it looks familiar. And it's, like, it's classic point and click. It's one of those games where, like... Yeah, it is. is. I never was into the point and click style stuff. um, Mainly because we didn't have PC growing up. And that was primarily a PC thing. I was a console gamer, so I can kick the crap out of platformers. But when it comes to point and click, it's so hard for me to get into. I want to see. Uh, you can, you can, you don't know. I know how to, how to click. click. I just don't know how to click the right things in the right order. <laughs> I want, I want to see a, a stream of Birta revisiting Simon the Sorcerer. You know, tw- twenty years later. The thing is, like I said, they brought it out as a mobile game. I actually have it as a mobile game. But it's impossible for me to... Like, even now, I don't get the puzzles. (laughs) Like, I'm not better than I was back then, so... (laughs) That's like when they brought out, like, Data Tentacle. I think I tried to play that. Like, the remastered or, like, Grim Fandango. And I was like, how did anybody ever figure these out to begin with? They're so convoluted and you have to backtrack so many different ways and... I got got stuck on um, Broken Sword was my one. When I got mm. stuck, there's a specific puzzle in that which is like it's world renowned. It's just it just stumped so many people, and it's like the, it's the goat puzzle. And um, I had it on PlayStation, and I couldn't beat it. I couldn't get past it. I just, you know, just sitting there for hours trying things. Nothing ever worked. And obviously, this is you know before internet really. And I remember one day I used to be a big like going into uh, you know like bookstores and just like loitering by the, the magazines not that kind of way marty and reading the computer magazines <laughs> <laughs> oh you were gonna go there you were gonna go there Marty's and, uh, eyes lit up with excitement <laughs> no I, i'm not i'm not, okay. not even listening to <laughs> that's you good. uh that explains why you'll probably interrupt me in a second uh but <laughs> i walked in one day and then i just saw a magazine with broken sword walkthrough on the front car i was like this is it this is it and just you know bought that and just you know oh right okay i need to click over here and then instantly go and click over here and that that was solving it i just solved it if anyone's stuck on the goat puzzle in broken sword by the way there you go uh click on the far left and then when the goat hits you click on the far right or or the other way around whatever spoilers (laughs) <laughs> uh, there there are like genres like that that i wish i could have gotten into but i never could um i don't know if maybe marty maybe even tom have played some of these games like the old dungeons and dragons games that used to be on like the pc 
where it would be like a first person dungeon view and you would like go like almost one square or one grid at a time forward and then occasionally there might be an enemy that you come into contact with there's a more modern version of something like that called legend of grimrock yeah i, I played that is. yeah i was just thinking yeah. about that i was like that sounds like legend of grimrock yes um i actually have both of the legend of grimrock games and they're so difficult for me to get into simply because they do have that puzzle aspect to them where you need to activate a lever and i step on something on the floor it's imagine dungeons and dragons but instead of uh so you're on the map itself think of the grid of the map and you're walking each square as you step in in first person view and in the distance you might see like a bat flying around and then your characters move towards it and you actually have to attack them but depending on what order your party is in you might not be able to attack it if your fighter is behind the mage then the mage is going to get killed and your fighter can't attack because they can't hit the enemy through the mage so it's very serious on that, and then there's also puzzle elements that you need to solve, and it just gets really, really confusing and difficult at certain points. But those are old Dungeons & Dragons games used to be all about that, like Eye of the Beholder and things like that my dad used to play. Ooh, Eye of the Beholder, I remember yeah. that one. I have to go now, but <laughs> I like, wish you guys She's like, Eye of the Beholder, fun. I'm gone. No one else <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a Zoom meeting. Oh, right. We're not now, your friends. So, All right. Um, bye. I have to go now. We had wow. some scheduling issues because Marty wrote 7 p.m. So you I can. thought we had it well. And I thought, so I told my friends, oh, yeah, I have time at 8 because I have a podcast recording at 7. Well, turns out that didn't work out. So I had some time zone hiccups and I have to go. But it was fun. And Thank you. Hope again, your Michael. call goes well. Yes. This is this is how we do things now. People what, just what? come in, they go, they leave. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, actually, you know, I think I'll go. No, I'm just kidding. While you were saying that, Mike, it, it reminded me of a game that I got last year that was in that kind of style. It's called The Bard's Tale. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever played that one. Yep, yeah, uh, I never played them, but I have, I think, The Bard's Tale 4 or something yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, on the note okay. of games and Tom, Tom gifted me a game. Well, not necessarily gifted. I had to win it. Um, Tom does. Tom streams on Three Extra Lives, just not this week because he's getting a shot. Um, he streams over at Three Extra Lives on Twitch, and he has a feature where if you have enough channel points, you can do a trivia question and win a game from the vault. Don't ask me about the vault. Okay, it's mysterious. I don't know of anything about it. Um, and I answered a question correctly, which no one else in the chat knew. I got it right. And I won a game, and the game is called Distance. And this game is very interesting. It's like a driving, um, mystery, almost horror-ish style game. It has, like, inspirations from Tron, and just, it's, did I say racing? It's not racing, it's just driving, um... You're essentially driving on a track, and your car has different abilities. Uh, at certain points, it can open up wings on the side, and it can fly from point to point. Um, you can flip the car like upside down and in different like sideways in order to adhere to the track at different points because the track may be it may end as you're driving forward. But if you flip your car upside down, then you'll be able to attach yourself to the track that is now above you. And this you'll game use looks that. cool. Why did I give it away? <laughs> <That's really cool. laughs> Um, 
It's pretty cool. It is a bit difficult to get the controls down. I tried to use a controller at first, and for some reason, the gas uh, button shifted my camera every time I pushed it to the side view, and I couldn't drive because you need to be able to see in front of you. So it was a bit of a challenge, but I sat there for a couple hours, and I sat there and I beat the game. At least the oh, first nice. campaign of it. And it was it was pretty cool. I was surprised. If you had your VR headset, Mike, you could uh, play that in VR as well. Don't remind me. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, it took me about an hour and a half. An hour and a half, and I got through the first adventure um, campaign. There's a couple more campaigns that open up after you finish the initial one. And I haven't gone through those yet, but... If you like Tron-inspired things and you like some little techno things that go on and just a different style of game, check this out. It's a it's a good time. I really enjoyed it. One of my favorite tags uh, when I'm when I'm looking at a game on Steam is when it says "great soundtrack." Like hmm. I, I think if a game has a great soundtrack, it's usually never a bad game because I feel like if the developers work so hard on the soundtrack being good, then the it's just because, like, they're like the, the soundtrack has to be good because the game. <laughs> just like Valheim. Valheim. How did we get back uh-huh. to Valheim? Like, it's we've just, gone, you we've know. gone a few episodes without it. What, what happened? We were doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about great music. Anyway, the server is closed, Marty. Get over it. Well, <laughs> I can open it's like it up a portal. again. Just, uh, <laughs> Close it and open it. <laughs> I don't think it's that easy. No. Other than that, right, um, right now the uh, the Valheim server is uh, full of peanut butter. It's closed. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's a jam. There's a, there's a jam. Uh, other than that, I haven't really played too many things. Obviously, uh, I just yeah, I just got back Thursday, You've been a bit busy. and I didn't play anything Thursday. I just got home and I fell asleep for most of the day, and we still had to like. We had the kitten over at Selena's mom's house, so we had to go pick her up and bring everything back. And what was your wife playing though? Because your your wife's been uh, yes backing into the gaming and just you know. So Selena, aka the wife, has <laughs> the wife. <laughs> yesterday she picked up <laughs> Resident Evil Eight or Resident Evil Village, and I saw her all day, but didn't really speak to her. Because she was playing the game all day. Um, uh, occasionally, I just heard, ah! Or <laughs> things like that. Um, in the beginning, she was having a bit of a rough go because she put it on hard mode. Normally, she plays like normal modes first and then goes to hard mode. But this time, she jumped headfirst into it. And it's taking her a little bit of adjusting. But from what I understand, I asked her about it. And she said that she's enjoying it so far. It picks up after the events of Resident Evil, Resident Evil 7. For those who are interested in that storyline, I think it still follows Ethan Winters and his wife as well. So check it out, New Resident Evil. For his, those who his don't wife, know. Uh, my. I'm, I'm, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to wait for the movie. Um, I I don't know if it's true, but I think I saw something where they're talking about rebooting the franchise. They they are talking about Believe... rebooting it, yeah. To, to be a little bit closer to, to the uh, Isn't there a, a Netflix I, series? I yeah, there's going well. to be an animated one. I think there's actually going to be an animated and a live action one that's yeah. going to be following it. That, 
There's also Leech of Legends uh, animated series on oh, Netflix. Oh, okay. I was like, it came not out there yet, But it's, it's uh, coming, coming to Netflix. No, it hasn't come out yet, but I just saw... Every, everyone's making an animated or mm-hmm. uh, video game yeah. TV series now. Maybe, maybe they'll find out that converting video games to movies doesn't really work very well, but converting them to TV shows does... I don't know, because I watched a Mortal Kombat movie. Has anybody here seen Mortal Kombat, the new one? Oh no, I forgot no. about it. I wanted to watch it because you said you had watched it. But I, I mean, I guess I have another week I and then, then we can loved talk it. about it next week. It's Mortal Kombat. I, but you're speaking to a guy who also loved the 90s one, but I was a kid when I watched it. So the 90s one has a special place. The 90s one has I, a special like place. The 90s and <laughs> while this one is flashy, um, I actually think I prefer a lot of the the combat in the original movie. It had more martial arts. Um and I think like it was actual like real martial arts. This one has that, but it's a bit more flashy in its delivery, and it's a fun movie to watch. I I would actually say that it's it's a good movie overall. Uh, not just like oh it's a it's a good video game movie. Um, I'm not gonna talk about the other video game movie that I really like, but you guys didn't really like. Um, would you stick bum? Um, I don't know what it's being rated right now, but I think that right now it's actually being rated relatively high. So I'd probably stick it. Yeah. Um, stick it in the bin? Stick it. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I watched it with Selena. She enjoyed it too. Um, Mortal well, Michael, Check if you out. call 6.2 on IMDb high. Oh, that's what uh, it has the, there? The 2021 film? Oh. 2021 film 6.2 oh no i'm bumping it screw that screw imdb they don't know how to rate things i'm bumping it (laughs) it's a good time i don't care what those plebs say (laughs) i know me and amanda have the street fighter movie on our watch list oh my with jean-claude van damme Oh yeah, <laughs> that movie is so funny they have a guy they have jean-claude van damme with his thick accent playing guile the american hero in the in the franchise like the <laughs> army guy it's just uh i mean the army it can be diverse right so why not but i'm actually looking forward to seeing it because ming na wen's in it and kind of kind of love ming na wen so okay um, <laughs> other, that's, it, that's it other than that that's i haven't watched or played much of anything um i noticed that marty has jumped back into World of Warcraft a bit because when I got back, I saw Marty playing World of Warcraft. Now, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Let's not. Let's wait on, with that until. It's a shame. Yeah, let's wait with that. I, I think if we want to talk about something, why we have these lovely people on the show, why not talk about some some D and D maybe? Again with the D and D. No. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll let you leave this one because, like I said, I haven't done much of anything D and D related for the last week. Oh, I mean, I haven't done anything else since. I mean, it's... Yeah, see? (laughs) Well, I prepared prepared some some So what have you prepared, Marty? Let us know. (laughs) Well, I kind of... That was a nice try, mate. I mean, Tom... This is, like, the biggest tease ever. I can't talk about what I've been doing. Let's talk about... I can't. I cannot talk what I've been doing. I mean, Tom knows parts of it. And I am now accepting payments for the revealing of this information. (laughs) Because yeah, he he got a flashy character that can do flashy stuff. I did. So Tom's character is a streaker. Flashy. Got it. Yes. 
<laughs> I will let it all hang out, Michael. I'll so. let it all hang out. It's called freedom. Freedom. Um, but roll for initiative. I think that Marty's talk. just trying to. So we didn't get to talk about what we did last time. Um, and I think if no. I'm remembering. So do you talk about this a lot on the show? Do you give kind of updates? Yeah, of, since of what's we started. On? Since we started the campaign. Okay. We've talked about it every week and just update the folks on what we've been doing in the campaign. So I think last time we ventured even further into the orc area and we we took down someone. I forgot their name. Mark. Um, you, you took down the, the shaman um, who is probably, you know, the main reason for, for, for the orcs not wanting to negotiate with you. And then I think you just cleared out that whole area. But uh, one of your companions, uh, the Dragonborn, played by Tom, had... Uh, I, don't, I don't remember if he actually said it, but he had, in, in my notes he had counted all the, the, the sleeping arrangements and there was way too many, you know, uh, bunk beds left compared to how many Yeah, my killed. character didn't say so that out loud. That's why he wanted to make people yeah, I was like, I don't you know, remember you know, that st- info. It did... My character okay, would have thought that that, that, that was stating the obvious, the and it didn't need to be said. Really, it's like obviously everyone, you know, obviously everyone would have counted that there wasn't enough beds. And yeah, so so that's why he stayed up top to to you know clear out the area, make sure that no no orc would would come back and ambush you. And uh, one of our, our, our other players who had to take a break because of of uh, personal reasons. Um, uh, his character stayed together with, with that character up there, and then you 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 moved further down into the uh, the caves below. Yeah, the, it the, was the another um, combat heavy um, section, I believe. Like we had a lot of combat still chasing down uh, orcs that just wouldn't surrender, even though I tried to talk to them, but they didn't want to hear from me. The rude. Um, <laughs> Yeah, who knows? That might be a reason or something, or maybe they're all riled up now. We can't do anything except Mm. kill any that come along our path. But that's me saying it, not my character, (laughs) because my character wouldn't say that. The the interesting thing is that you know, in that cave, there's so many small things that. You can do that now. I don't want to go into it because technically you can still turn around and, and go explore. Um, but I prepared so much stuff, and there's a whole. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if I, I. I'll just say it. There's a whole area, another area you could find uh, if you explored the caves that you didn't go to, uh, but you actually went straight to to actually where I want you to go. So I mean, it's not a bad thing because I want you to to go to this next area, and you went straight there, found the door into the to the fortress, See, we and that's can, basically where we, we left off. We can never um, win with Marty. Door, so. Okay, we can never win, and here's why. And here's why. Oh, you won. Because no. he prepares all these things, and then when we spend so much time doing those things, then we hear, "I thought you guys were going to get much further." Um, but you didn't. I really wanted to introduce this character, but you guys didn't get there. Now we go straight away, and it's like, oh, you know, I did have so much stuff in these little oh. crevices. If you would have pushed that rock slightly to the right, it would have opened a trap door, and then yeah, you could have found you? this cool little area. Um, and it's just like, no matter what, he and he tries to spin it in a way where he's like, oh, no, it's cool. You got where I wanted you to go. Eventually. It <laughs> yeah, it is cool. <laughs> no, I actually think it is cool um, because the next area is, is 
probably the most interesting, in my opinion, of the whole um, uh, place. Um, so, so I'm looking forward to the next bit um, very much, and I'm looking for so so much. I'm looking now, so much forward to if, introduce Tom's character. If I'm correct, uh, I think you that said that cool. there's still another floor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is yeah. uh, un- unexplored. Yeah, so we're in here floors. for a while. Um, we still have to finish up this floor, and then we have two more. I guess so no, the th- I have changed things up a little bit because I do feel like we're just spending a lot of time just walking around floors and and doing stuff. So I actually changed things up a little bit, and this is uh, I not uh, not spoilers or or anything, but I actually did. The next area I have taken, I've read through the whole, you know, all the, the, the rooms and what's going to be there, and then I've condensed it to be like maybe two encounters. Um, so it should be a little bit quicker to get through. Uh, so instead of, of you having like like in, in the orc area where you moved a little bit and do a lot of combat, move a little bit more and do a lot of combat, you should p- p- hopefully just go in and 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 do what you do maybe you'll rp your way through maybe you'll you'll go into combat who knows and then you'll you'll clear that and then so we can move on a little little bit faster that's that's the goal at least so we'll see if it works out as i hope that it does so if it goes as i hope it will then we will actually go to the last area does it ever work out how you hope it will boss so no and no, now you've said that marty ever. i feel like that's just sewn something in everyone's head and just now it probably won't well that's yeah, now now they want to just leave the area and go back to the caves and explore every little corner of it. <laughs> I'm going to push all of the rocks just very slightly to the left. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean the thing is that I think all of us are still learning, uh, and me myself included. So so I'm still trying to figure out how to make that balance of how how and when can we push the story forward and Always. when do we have an That's epic the battle? I got, I gotta say, like uh, I was like say we're all new. Well, fairly new. I feel like I don't know how much D and D you played in the past, Mike. A bit, a bit. Uh, I know I'm a total novice, and I know Amanda joined a campaign uh, like last year and gained quite a bit of knowledge, even in a you know in like a, a two month period sort of thing. And I, again, I don't know your kind of background with D and D, Marty, but I feel like you've come in and really just grasped being a DM like so well, like. Obviously, I don't have too much to compare it with. I've, I did, you know, I've done a one shot with you all online with with somebody else that hosted it, and that was great as well. And I tried to do a, a DM campaign with 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 my neighbors, and it, it, it kind of fell flat. Not my fault, uh, but <laughs> and and then uh, it wasn't my fault this time. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't my fault this time. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, my my experience and knowledge of like D and D is very limited. But I feel like you know you've come in and done a really great job. It feels. You know, like somebody's like you obviously do the work as well, like the work of a, a DM, and like even if yeah, like somebody has to look something up or you know whatever. Like I think we're all pretty just like yeah, do do what has to be done. You know, we're, we're still learning, and I don't think we'll ever be at a place mm. where it's like I can't believe you need to uh, look up what a, a wand of dexterity mm-hmm. uh, is. Of course, it's a it's a wand which <laughs> casts dexterity, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's the thing that that, that you know. Sometimes I I just try to 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 you know just let's just move it forward 
uh, and not dwell too much on this particular rule. Let's just see if this makes sense. Let's go with it, and then we'll figure out for next time if, if it actually works that way. Um, but I've been watching a lot of Critical Role as well, and even they have mm-hmm. to look up something pretty much every episode. So it's not like anyone knows everything. So I think just always have that at the back of the mind that you don't you don't know everything and that's perfectly fine just figure it out and 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 then move on or agree on something now and move on i think that's that's um have yeah that's how you should do it yeah and i think like one of the cool things as a dm as well like if you don't know something especially if the players don't know it it up Mm. (laughs) i always told marty i'm like uh (laughs) chances are we don't know um, especially in terms of like mapping and enemy layouts and all those sort of things. I'm like, we don't know what's in store for us. So you could change things on the fly and we would essentially be none the wiser. So always feel free mm. to. And also if we said like, oh no, Marty, look, the, it clearly says here, you know, this, you can just be like, well, I don't, you <laughs> know, it's just like, wow, straight dictator mode. Um, yes, but I'm the DM. <laughs> therefore that rule is omitted right now. <laughs> That is what DM stands for. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'd vote that we change it to Game Master instead. No, that's still probably just as bad. <laughs> Did you ever watch the animated show Code Monkeys that was on G4 like years back? It's um, it was like done Don't in an eight-bit no. style, and all of like Code Monkeys is a term that they, that programmers used to use amongst themselves. Like they were Code Monkeys. Um, and this one, the show is monkey. very crude. Okay, it's very crude and humorous and things along that nature. And there's one, like, uber nerd that works there. And there's one episode where he goes on a quest, like Marty. a Dungeons & Dragons quest. Um, and for some reason, he, like, he has to grab Molly Ringwald and bring her on this quest. And he eventually finds Gary Gygax. And it's actually voiced by Gary Gygax. For those who don't know, Gary Gygax is one of the creators of Dungeons and Dragons. And in order to complete his quest, he needs Gary Gygax to grant him some stat bonuses. So he's asking for like constitution modifiers, dexterity, and of course, as any nerd wants, uh, he wants extra points in sexual stamina, to which Gary Gygax says sexual stamina is not a stat in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I don't know why that came up, but for some reason, I thought about it as we started discussing D&D. Oh. Well, the good thing about D&D Beyond and then the sheets you can make in there is that you can actually make your own uh, you know, stats as well. So it can we, totally this become is for a stat different if you campaign. want it, Michael. If you really, really have the, cra- if you really have the craving for a stat like that, I, I can bet there I can is like for you. I mean, there has to be like people who play erotic <laughs> D&D, right? That must be oh, a thing. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, come on. People play erotic World of Warcraft. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. We know it goes on in the uh, the deep, deep run tram you know halfway down that that track in the abandoned <laughs> station wait what that's why what do I heard. you know everything that's going on down in the deep run tram <laughs> mm-hmm. yep oh, you Tom take knows. you take a trip down there on your local rp server mike then you'll know all about sexual stamina what's, her- what's herful doing there <laughs> <laughs> the return of herful where's he been all this time um underneath stormwind <laughs> I got tired. Fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he ran no out of sexual stamina. 
Um, do you have anything else, yep. Marty? Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just. Uh, I think I'm, I'm just waiting for you know for the time to go 23 hours right. forward that's, into time. Uh, for basically. those who don't know, that's when we play D and D. So, uh, pretty much, I, yeah, we play D and D at the same time at the same time that we start the podcast normally, just on Sunday. So. It's a good time, and I can't wait for it. It's yep. glad I'm glad to be back. As much as I love being on like vacation and Disney, um, I'm glad to get him get yeah, married. You know. Glad it's all over now. <laughs> it's not over. It's just <laughs> enough of that. It's yes, just begun. The adventure has just begun. Just like our D and D campaign, right? It's and it never ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, other than that, to our honored guests, do you have anything else that you would like to say before we start to wrap this up? Obviously, they have plenty to say, but... <laughs> oh, I was just being nice no. and saying, yeah, like, me. letting Amanda speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, all right. I, I don't know. Uh, no, I also don't have right. anything. Um, I, think, I think I got it all out of my system. Um, thank you to our guests. Amanda is from Geek Herring. Be sure to check out the Geek Herring podcast. They cover all sorts of... It used to be primarily feminism, and I think they still have a feminist focus, but they've definitely expanded into um, representing a lot more than just simply feminists. Um, LGBTQ, AI+, there we go, intersectional feminism. feminism. That is the first time I've ever heard that, so I've learned something new today. Um, be sure to check out Tom's podcast, Three Extra Lives. Uh, he does video game. It's a video game and trivia podcast. And hopefully you don't have to do anything from the big pub book, which is a British thing that is very anti-American and I don't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and of course... That's a stream only thing. Stream only. all of these individuals, Amanda, Tom, Marty, and Birta, who was our other guest earlier, they do another podcast called 5.5 which is a movie reviews podcast. So be sure to check that out as well. Do you do any podcast, Mike, besides this uh, one? Now I am doing are, this you know, one, and I am trying to figure out a way to get <laughs> back into the horror podcast, the All Hollow Scream podcast. Um, I just kind of went on a break and just like never came back from it, simply because it's sometimes <laughs> difficult to watch a bunch of movies in a short Relatable. span of time so i'm still just trying to find that that energy to get back to it hopefully um now that i'm back from vacation i can jump back on that grind but for now we'll just put that on the back burner don't worry about me support all these wonderful folk um anything else marty before we wrap this up all right so thank you to the guests for no, joining us and thank it. you to all of you out there listening obviously we are streaming uh the podcast on twitch.tv slash sleepless in cph so if you want to come check us out live be sure to do that i hope that we do our best to make it so that it is still enjoyable for all of our audio listeners only because that is what we still want it to primarily be is accessible for everybody and um okay anyway thank you all for popping in we will see you all in the next episode and in the meantime if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com you can find us on twitter over at two nerds maybe more with the number two in front or you can check out the website which has this episode and all of our previous episodes at two nerds maybe more.com other than that we will see you all in the next episode thank you once again and until next time bye
Goodbye. Goodbye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.